0: You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number 64 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This show is brought to you by Social Report. Social Report is the world's most complete social media management tool, and it's my tool of choice when it comes to all things scheduling and reporting on social media. You can check them out and try them out for yourself for free by going to socialreport.com, or you can click the link in my show notes, and that'll give you a 30 day free trial before we dive into today's episode, I want to do a little giveaway. So I've got these buttons, head on over to my Instagram at Online Andrea to see what I'm talking about. But I've got these buttons that say Savvy Social Podcast, and I want to give them away to you. So to get a button, all you have to do is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, or I'll also accept Facebook reviews as well. Um, So just leave your thoughts, what you think of the show that really helps us out, and then I'll give you a button. I'll mail it to you. So when you're on Apple Podcasts and you leave your review, I will say this. uh, When you kind of submit your review, it takes a few days to show up. So take a screenshot before you hit send and send me that screenshot. You can email me, andrea at onlinedrea.com, or send me a DM, and I'll make sure you get your buttons. Uh, Same thing for Facebook, leave a review on Facebook, take a screenshot, send it to us, and we'll make sure you get your buttons. These are so fun, and I love them, and I want to send them out to all of you, so leave a review. And if you've already left a review, um, still shoot me a note, we can can get you some buttons. Alright, so today I'm going to get on a little soapbox and talk about deleting your social media apps because I see this question come up a lot where some people, they are feeling overwhelmed by social media or feel like they're spending too much time on it and they go, I'm going to delete Facebook and Instagram off my phone or I'm just going to remove the app for the weekend. And it's this trend that I'm seeing happening in the community. And I want to talk about some things you can do instead of doing that because to me, it feels a little bit aggressive and it, it almost feels like you're not addressing the right issue um, if you're so into this app that you literally can't help yourself, that, that feels extreme. Um, uh, in preparation for this episode, I looked up uh, an article on social media being addictive because I've also seen that social media is addictive. And this article is on psychology today. I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, and it's written by a doctor, Dr. Griffiths and Dr. Cuss also, um, submitted some research and they were talking about social media and its addictive qualities and how we spend so much time on it that we literally feel drawn into it. And to be honest, outside of this article, um, I know for a fact that you know, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn, they are designing these apps for us to keep checking it. That's their goal, right? They make money the more time we spend on these apps. So obviously, they want us to spend as much time as possible. So keep that in mind. But these two doctors said that the good news is that very few people are genuinely addicted to social media most people's social media use is habitual. And the problem arises when it starts to spill over into other areas of their lives. It can be problematic, dangerous even. People are checking social media while they're driving. Um, It can be um, indicative of social um, anxieties. Uh, People even check social media while they're eating out with their friends or while they're watching a movie or... um, you know, preferring to spend time home on their smartphones instead of going out and being with people. And so I think that's kind of the danger that we're talking about here is the habitual use. If you are, if you feel like that definition doesn't fit you, then, you know, seeking professional help would be what I advise. But most of us, it's become so much of a habit that, we lose sight of why we're doing this and we feel like we don't have control. So we go to the extreme and we go, I'm just going to delete Facebook and Instagram from my phone. So instead of doing that, there's a few steps that I want you to consider taking. And it's, um, you know, stuff that I teach my students, what I talk about on the podcast. I've talked about this before. Um, what I, you know, tell my clients, all of that good stuff. So the first thing you have to do is figure out your relationship with social media. So you need to understand why you have social media as a part of your life. And if you don't understand this, then deleting the app won't help because what will happen is you'll delete the app, and then you'll need it again for something, and then you'll find yourself right back into the habit of being overwhelmed by social media, of being interrupted by social media notifications, by spending all day on Instagram. Because you haven't figured out your relationship to social media. What's in it for you? Why do you decide to have social media as a part of your life? Now, for me, I like social media. I was actually at an event this past weekend where several people came up to me, you know, networking, you're talking, and I go, I'm in social media. And they go, oh, but do you like it? (laughs) I do. I like it. Um, you know, I've been online since 2004 with blogging, YouTube since 2007. Um, I just love the adventure of it all, the discovery of it all, and I'm very introverted. So I like the control that I have with, you know, I choose when to interact with people and I feel like I don't have to come up with something witty to say in an instant. That's why I like social media. But for me, I found a few years back, and I think I've told this story before on the show, um, but for those of you who are new, uh, 2017, you know, I'm working in social media. It's what I live, breathe, and do, but I also love it. But I was doing it all the time that I felt completely overwhelmed. Um, I actually wasn't getting things done because I felt so distracted. And I'll talk a little bit about how I um, eliminated or reduced that distraction drastically, but that was a defining moment for me because I knew that you know too much of a good thing can be bad, uh, but also I liked this thing. So I had to moderate myself and I had to figure out what social media meant to me. For me, it's my job, but I also like doing things that aren't work-related as well. So it was just figuring out that balance. Um, And then honestly, getting some hobbies outside of social media, just to be honest. Um, You know, doing things like reading, physical books, and knitting, and going for walks, okay? So you have to figure out your relationship to social media. And some of my students and clients use social media strictly for business, okay? They... Don't use it for personal life. They use it strictly for business, and they have a system set up to handle that. We'll talk a little bit about what I recommend there. Uh, Some people like social media for family, so they want to keep updated with their family and friends. So That's why they use tools like Facebook or Instagram. And that's fine. So somewhere in that spectrum, you have to figure out where you are. What is your relationship to social media? Why do you feel the need to check these apps? What's in it for you? What are you getting from social media? If you can't define that, then it's going to be really hard to manage it because you're going to feel out of control and you're going to feel like you have this thing that you don't understand why you keep checking it. And yes, you get some of that dopamine hit from, you know, posting something and getting likes or finding something really funny, but it can turn into an endless search for the likes or an endless search for that funny thing. And it can become desensitizing. So you have to understand your relationship to social media. So figure that out. If you can figure that out, we can move on to the next steps. So the second thing I recommend, once you understand your relationship with social media, is instead of deleting your app, Try turning off your notifications, okay? So instead of deleting Facebook, instead of deleting Instagram, go into your phone settings and turn off those pop up notifications. So, I figured this out in 2017. Uh, Like I said, at the beginning of that year, I was completely overwhelmed. And to be honest, it was mostly email, the email notifications. Uh, But social media was a huge part of that because I had all of my clients' accounts connected. And so my notifications were off the chart. And I felt like I wasn't getting anything done. So, for me, it was turning off those notifications. Now, what I did is I just turned off the pop up notifications. Some of the apps, I still have the little number in the upper right-hand corner. So you'll see, for instance, the Facebook logo, and then you'll see like a little two at the top right-hand corner to say you have two notifications. Um, And I have an iPhone. I'm not sure how different it is on Android, but I think that's pretty standard. So for me, turning off those notifications drastically changed my relationship with social media because now I'm back in control of how I navigate the app. And to this day, I do not have social media notifications turned on. Um, I guess at the beginning of next year, it'll be two full years, right? So no notifications turned on. You can choose. Now, the next thing after this is you have to get into the habit of checking social media. This is why you need to figure out what what your relationship is. So for a lot of my clients and students, it's for business. So I recommend checking once or twice a day. Once or twice a day for business during business hours, that's it. You're allowed to be closed for business. We live in this world where um, there's the expectation that we're always on and we're always available. And that's not true. So by turning off notifications and working through business hours, sometimes I miss notifications. So if you send me a DM on Instagram on a Friday night, I may not respond until Sunday night or Monday morning. And guess what? The world keeps going on. Nothing's going to happen. I still have my text message notifications, my phone calls, like all of that important stuff still comes through but emails, social media, it's off. I check it when I check it. So what I do for managing my habit there is I use Asana, which is a task management tool, and I set myself a task to check social media. Now these days, I don't really need to look at that, but it's still nice to check that off every day because it's a habit now. I've been doing this for almost two years this way, and I check it off. We do the exact same thing for our clients, when we first get a client, we establish whether we need to check once or twice a day. I do not have a single client that I check more than that. Once or twice a day is enough. I find that if you have clients who need more than that, they may actually need a dedicated person for social media, not an agency. If, if, your, um, if your company structured that, um, if, the, if there's that many comments, messages coming in. But for all of our clients, once or twice a day. Most of them, once a day. That's it. And we've been doing this for years, and the world's not ending, things aren't burning to the ground, because if someone messages us on um, Monday at 5 p.m., we can answer it by Tuesday before noon, and it's fine. Um, there's a lot of studies out there that talk about you know responding to social media promptly. And that's great. And that works really well, like I said, for larger companies like a Starbucks would have a team of people dedicated to moderating this. But my client who's a mortgage broker or a lawyer or my clients who are um, online coaches, career coaches, uh, more often than not, responding within 24 hours during the business week is totally acceptable. So try it for yourself. When you remove those notifications from your phone, set the habit of checking in regularly. And what happens is it gives you that control back so that you're choosing to use social media on your own terms, which leads me to my fourth point of doing more things that you actually like on social media. So once you figure out your relationship with social, um, and if it's just work-related, you can skip this last step. But if there's some elements you like, like you like keeping up with friends and family, you like seeing industry news, or you like keeping up with memes, funny videos, you figure out what it means to you. There's no wrong answer. But my fourth suggestion is to do more of what you like. And you have to be extremely intentional about this. So for me, I like looking at... Um, you know, things happening with shows that I like. I like looking at cute puppies. I like uh, funny memes or comic strips. Those are the things that I like. So I actually set up a Reddit account um, just for that thing. It's just to be a lurker. I'm not commenting. I'm not posting. I'm just enjoying what I like about the internet (laughs) in a very controlled way. It sounds kind of like control freak, but it seriously works for me. And because I don't have notifications on, I'm not surprised by an email from a client. I'm not interrupted on a Saturday night by an Instagram direct message or a Facebook message. I get to enjoy the things that I like when I like, and then when I'm working, I'm working, right? So figure out what that looks like for you. It may be cute puppies on Instagram. It may be um, strictly using Facebook to keep up with friends and family. Um, You figure out what you like about social media, your relationship to social media. And if you want to have a way to use it outside of work, then you have to kind of separate it a little bit. And be intentional so that you're not accidentally, you know, checking Instagram and seeing a DM from a client. Or you're not logging on to Facebook and seeing a comment on a post about your product. You have to be intentional about that. Um, kind of tied into this fourth point as well is if this becomes a huge problem for you, outsource it. Get a VA to help you manage your comments and messages on the weekends. Um, get an assistant to help kind of check in and make sure nothing gets missed. You can tag team it, um, completely outsource it to an agency like mine. Um, have a friend help. You know, there's so many things that you can do here to help manage it. It's okay to ask for help, it's okay to get help here. We do just live in this world where, um, you know, it's everywhere. So it is a little bit, you know, challenging. You have to be intentional. You have to have to be intentional or else you'll find yourself in the position that many of you may have already experienced, which is deleting the app, going two weeks without it, and then getting Instagram back and getting stuck in the same cycle over and over and over again. Now, if you listen to today's episode and you're like, I want more, I want to learn how to use social media as a tool to grow my business, I invite you to access the free course, 100% free at onlinedrea.com slash free. And in the course, I teach you my framework. It's a framework that I teach in the school. And yes, I'll offer you the school at the end of the course. Um, But the actual course is free. And I've had people just go through that course and get what they need to change their social media. So get the course yourself for free by going to onlinedrea.com slash free. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and everything we talked about, please check out the show notes by visiting SavvySocialPodcast.com. And don't be afraid to continue the conversation. I'd love to have you inside of the Facebook group. You can search for us on Facebook or simply go to SavvySocialCrew.com. See you there. Bye for now.